Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just another manic Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Newcastle were tasty and Roy Hodgson was feisty. It's Monday, 14th of August. I'm Marcus Bella. I'm the decent hunter, Raja. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. Welcome, one and all, to the Football Ramble. It's the start of the week, and Jim Campbell's back, baby. Hello. Oh, my goodness. He's brought the Barclays back as well. I have brought the Barclays back. He ushered it back in. I've I've ridden the the wave of it. Yeah. It was coming back anyway, Mm -hmm. but I've come back with it. So you know that guy the other day in Portugal, he surfed that 110-foot wave? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's like a a record-breaking thing. Aquaman, Jim. Yeah, that's you. Uh Uh-huh. Um, the wave is the Barclays yeah. and the surfboard is the Ramble. <laughs> Very much just, so. And you're sliding in. Cigar yeah. on the go. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Sunglasses yeah. on. Yeah. Why are you stepping on the Ramble? Yeah. You know, he's, 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 he's using the Ramble as a, as a vessel yeah. to deliver him to the people. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Play yeah. on. I think yeah. you knew that as well. Yeah, I did. I wanted stupid you que- to say it, though. Stupid question. <laughs> yeah, very stupid question. Well, let's end the stupid questions now. Let's begin with a proper one. Uh, what was your highlight of the weekend, Luke Moore. You go first. I'm going to go for the frankly remarkable mm. foot race between Leandro Trossard and Willie Bonney in the Arsenal Forest game. Really? Um, it was like a father and son race <laughs> in like a school sports day. Yeah. It was basically a, a clash of amazing running styles, mm-hmm. like the four foot ten Leandro Trossard, the eight foot mm-hmm. Willie Bonney doing probably one 
pace for every five of trussards, but they were running exactly the same speed. Yes. And if someone's not photoshopped a photo of that with egg and spoons in their hands, I'll be very, very disappointed. It was incredible to watch. Mm. You missed it. You didn't see it. I, I was. Ali McCoyce was loving it. I know he was, but I, I thought you were going to see Anthony Alanga's um, assist. Well, you, have you got a chance to have your own highlight of the weekend? <laughs> so I'm just disappointed in yours. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay. Noted. But, but more disappointment about Luke Moore I was later, about to say, if you, if you, if you want to get disappointed by me, stick around. Jim Campbell. <laughs> I am going to go for the wonderful moment where Peter Drury finally ascended Mount Barclays. <laughs> And just, you know, took over as the, the top voice, essentially, yeah. in, in, uh, in, in football broadcasting in the UK. It's weird to hear him next to sort of Carragher and Neville because he's got this sort of lyricism and yeah. they just sort of, you know, do their own things. Very oh! differently. Oh! Yeah. Is, is, is Peter Drury now become the top boy of the uh, Premier League firm? Oh, I like I that. think he's the top man. Top man, yeah. Yeah, he's just such a lovely man. Yeah. Meet him. If you get a chance, meet him. I suppose having Neville and Carragher there are a bit like, you know, you know, I'll I'll inscribe the tablets at the top of the mountain, you carry them down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I get you two for the weekend once every two weeks. I'll take you from McDonald's afterwards if you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. What does that mean? I'll leave it. <laughs> um, Vitushin, your highlight of the weekend. Uh, my highlight of the weekend is Roy Hodgson threatening to deck Max alone. Yes! And that is the right answer. <laughs> That's what you're waiting for. You just sat there fuming until that. No, it's nice to give Drury his props, but, it, but it, Roy Hodgson. It was a very enjoyable moment of... Someone, you know, pe- when people get older, they mellow out, but the rage still <laughs> is within. They're still them. And all it to- took was a, a little little tap in the gut yeah, to Roy. Yeah. What did Hodgson? Hodgson described it as he... Oh, he hooked me. He hooked yeah. me. He, he said he didn't really feel it as well. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like but that. But I like... Who was, who was that, um, so that annoyed me a little bit. He's absolutely one of those old people who are like, oh, I'm getting bullied when he, when he's actually just... Nothing's really Who was happened. the Sheffield United player, Vish? He was a bit of a Karen, I'm going to say Max that. Lowe, his name is. Max Sorry, Lowe. how many old people are accusing you of bullying? Because <laughs> <laughs> I do Plenty. not relate to that last thing you said doesn't all. count. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he was moaning because he was smiling and joking about it. Yeah, but it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a hook. Nah. Yeah. No, but it's the fact that he's still using that language. Yeah. yeah the, that's the, fair. the face on him was amazing. It was class. He feels like someone at Awake who's clearly got gangland connections. <laughs> yeah. It's You're not, not sure right. what the story is there, yeah. but that guy, there's something, that guy's got a past. It's a little bit Gran Torino, but I did enjoy it. I know what you mean. I, I, I um, like the fact that the Sheffield United player, so that was Max Lowe. Yeah. He, he, he kind of had a little expression on his face looking at him going, well, I can't hit him. No, but he sort of chuckled, <laughs> didn't he? he yeah, like, yeah bit, whatever. But I think he chuckled out of respect. He'd be like, oh, fair play. He's yeah. up, he's you up reckon? for it. Yeah. yeah. He is up for it. Or Croydon Hodgson. Mm. It's life in the old boy, yeah. from Snatch, isn't it? Yeah, he's a bit of that, that kind of energy. Absolutely Imagine right. if he had like a, a polystyrene cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. As we just taking the lid off it slowly as well. Yeah, that would have yeah. been properly Bricktop vibes. But it would be Bricktop from Lockstock Gym, of course. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Okay. What did you say? I thought it was Snatch, but he's in both, isn't he, that actor? He does the voiceover in one of them as well. <laughs> I, did, I was kind of hoping that I don't know, like Ray Lewington would be like, he's not worth it, Roy. Yeah. He's not worth nah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were right about Snatch. I've just suddenly realised. Oh, yeah. a 90s reference that you've tried to police yeah. and got wrong. Yeah, well, there we are. I'm man enough to admit it. That's my highlight of the weekend. There we go. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Monday, I'm afraid. Long weekend. Long weekend. I'm taking, I'm taking some time out. No, I shut the gate last night. <laughs> and... Snatch was released in 2000 as well. Hey! Just wrong all over the game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I love we'll, movies. We'll call that a draw. We'll call that <laughs> yeah. a draw. Is that, about... <laughs> Is that the one about? Is that the one about the mouse in the guy's hat who makes him cook? Absolutely. <laughs> right. yeah. And now we can continue. My highlight of the weekend was um, from the Women's World Cup. Yeah. The Colombia manager. 
big oh, yeah. Sam vibes. Yeah. Big Sam Allardyce vibes about the Colombian manager. Big Sam for new identity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's popped yeah. up in Latin America. Yeah. Um, but wonderful to see the Lionesses progress to the semi-finals. 100%. Absolutely. Come on. Full Come game. on. That's we it. have to batter Australia. Yes. Yeah. And I realise we have listeners from Australia and they're big supporters of women's football. But after the summer we've had, we have to batter Australia. Yeah. Well, give us a prediction, Vish. You're yeah, the man going to get it right. These, yeah. these duels between England and Australia. Um, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. Can't have a draw. No. Come on. You do realise this is a podcast. Two one lionesses. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two, thank you. Just say anything. Right, there we are. It doesn't matter. No, we've got to get it right. Yeah, okay. true, you were thinking, can that be rained off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Right, everybody, let's get to uh, the Premier League. We'll start with Newcastle United 5, Aston Villa 1. Newcastle are top of the league, baby. Eddie Howe has said he wants the Newcastle supporters to dream after their 5-1 battering of Aston Villa. Um, at 4-1 on the WhatsApp group, Pete Donaldson called it a title challenge. <laughs> Keep really? this up as a title challenge. Yep. Yeah, well, if you're going to win like that every week. And then at the end of the game, he was like, oh, the squad's not good enough. Squad's not good enough. <laughs> oh, no, complaining yeah. about the squad He depth. called it a paper-thin squad. <laughs> yeah. When they when one of their big summer signings came off the bench to score, <laughs> two of their two of their signings mm. scored and assisted on their debut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he wasn't happy. No, yeah, exactly. He'll never yeah. be happy. Well, I mean, he's, he's absolutely pumping, wasn't it? There, he was pumping. I mean, he drinks Moretti, eats spaghetti, and hates. Sunderland, mm. Sandro Tonali. Yeah, it was a great debut. What a, de- what a start, what a finish. Started off well. What a man, what a hairdo. Yeah, started Everything. off well. Um, Everything. He looks, he's got a bit of the Adam Driver about him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Adam Driver energy, I think. Yep. Yeah, like a, like a travel size Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah. I'd say so, yeah. Adam Driver's like pumped now, isn't he? Yeah. He's stacked. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably but, but it was a wonderful Premier League debut for Tonali Vish. <laughs> Sorry, I, I nearly choked. Um, <laughs> Yeah, about how good it was. Yeah. It, 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 you so get your brother got in your head again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your brother's really a big Newcastle now. fan. He must be delighted. He is. Yeah, yeah. He didn't need to take it out on me when they were winning, though. Get, no, give, sending me abuse. Uh-huh. Um, the, the thing I liked about the Tonali performance is, you know, when players come from Italy and specifically when they're deep line midfielders, you're kind of like, okay, well, I wonder how that translates to to over here. Like, what, what are they are they gonna dictate in the same way and and actually he it looked like you know obviously we're only going on one game here but it looked like he was quite liberated yes. like the way he broke into that, that is like a perfect mm. lay run into the box mm-hmm. yeah especially when you consider how the ball was recycled on that side in the first yeah, place yeah, yeah, yeah. um the other player oh, i think we should talk about given that he was panned last year and, and actually had a few kind of unsavory moments with his own manager Anthony Gordon, mm, like yeah. you know, they talked about how you know obviously player player of the tournament in the under twenty one um, World Cup. Yep, they were Euros. Yeah. Sorry, Euros. Um, and then what took like something like three days off or something, and then mm-hmm. went straight back into pre season yeah, training yeah, yeah. with Newcastle. Clearly, really driven, and I thought he was outstanding. Well, those Euros well. under twenty ones, like something like that, he's used that. And he's brought that momentum straight yeah. into yeah, this right. season, and he probably needed that because he big, also could have avoided it, as you know, some players did. Could have done, yeah. Big price tag. Uh, obviously, left <clears> Everton, <throat> and some of the fans weren't best pleased with him there. Um, hadn't started that much for Newcastle. He did little bits and pieces, but you know, the way the, the figure he cut at those under twenty one Euro Championships was quite something. He was very vocal um, in his uh, talking up of the squad and so on and so forth. You saw a man. Uh, growing in confidence, Jim, and he comes into the side, and not only is it a big win, but you know, your goal for Tonali, assist for Gordon early on, and so on, that just gets everybody up for it. It's pumping. Absolutely, especially when, you know, Harvey Barnes comes on in the same position 
also gets an assist and a goal. You think the competition between those two is going to be really, really healthy because mm. you, you feel like Barnes in particular in a counter-attacking side will absolutely clean up and Newcastle will have a lot of that about them. Yeah. But as you say, like Anthony Gordon's an outstanding game as well there. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, the idea of the squad being paper thin is maybe not quite right. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, they do have Champions League football, so well, they've, they've got a lot of football to play. Yeah. Well, how say he wanted one more player, he said, didn't he? He, he, probably, yeah. he wants one more before the end of the window, he said. Uh, who, I mean, who does he want? Someone who he also loves, because he said about Tonali, I fell in love watching Sandra play for Milan last season, and I think he looks good in a Newcastle shirt. Uh, nice. Yeah, and said it in exa- exactly that like that. Way. Do yeah. it again. So I find it quite erotic. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. Okay. You do it afterwards. Indeed. Um, <laughs> one thing you guys didn't mention is I think Gordon said because I think a lot of people are expecting him to have a big season this season. And I'm, I'm one of those people. But he said, you know, the challenges have been very different from moving from Everton to Newcastle, and what Eddie Howe's demanded of him has taken him some time to get. I don't know if he meant kind of up to speed on fitness, but or up to speed on what the role he, he expects him mm-hmm. to perform. But it, I mean, in the summer he was ama- He looked amazing in the summer, yeah. and now he looks even better now. So it's an incredible start for Newcastle. I think on the Villa side of the ledger though, Oof. disappointing because I, I, I felt like Villa are in really good shape yeah. until oh, until until the weekend. I know it's only one game and it's the opening game <clears> of the season and you do regularly find in the Premier League that opening days can be a, a strange old time because different teams are at different mm-hmm. stages. So I wouldn't read too much into it, but the fact that Tyrone Mings looks like he's got a serious knee yeah, as well. Emmy Buendia as well, they lost um, a few days before yeah, that. He's, he's out for a long old time too. So um, it was a tough ask for them on the opening day and obviously they failed that assignment. But um, I thought they were kind of a little bit off it to say the least. Well, clearly they were. Yeah. But I mean, Newcastle was so bang on it that uh, I think they would have blown away most Premier League sides, of course. Nice to see Emmy Martinez making a bit of a tit of himself when he hauled Miggy Almer on so I like him. outside the it's box. It's always the ones you least expect. Do you think he should have got a red card for that? No, I don't know. Nah. Okay. It's one of those ones that like you would personally like to see a red card, but you're never going to get yeah. one. Yeah. It's because he's done it in quite a theatrical, over-the-top way, where he's gone, ah, ha, ha, I'm shithousing. What's, it, what's he doing <laughs> out there? Well, but he's, he's just, you know, he's the last man there, isn't he? So, or, or he's gone out wide to just stop an attack in a way where... Cynical. Yeah, of course it's cynical, it, but, it's, but it's only a booking, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, I think yeah, people, yeah. people wanted to see well, a red card because it was so brazen, but when, that doesn't when, mean when, it is one. When you get into a situation occasionally where, say, like the game's in the balance, it's like the last minute, and a team is really pushing for a winner, mm-hmm. and on the break another team goes, yeah. and you think, they're going to score, yeah. but it's so far away from the goal, they get hauled down, that's only a yellow. That always feels like an injustice yeah. to me. Well. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. But that's just how it is, right? Um, did you see uh, when Harvey Barnes scored, he did these... Um... He did that finish, didn't he? The sort of Thierry Henry finish, mm-hmm. yeah. which he loves. He did also his uh, trademark uh, bow and arrow celebration. Do you see one of the Newcastle fans doing his little uh, bow and arrow celebration back to him? A couple of them did it. It was lovely. One with his top on, one with his top off. I know, you've got the whole collection there. Should I, take your pick. I a bit thought, cupid-y, that, isn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I know, it's, it's, all, it's all happening there. You've got to hand it to them. I, and, and also, I mean, we made this point last year, and I know they've had a lot of money to spend, blah, 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 blah. But I, I, I am pleasantly surprised how Eddie Howe is doing at Newcastle because let's forget he's an English manager. Here we go. And when English managers <laughs> get bigger jobs, they tend not to do that well. Yeah. Do they? Folding yeah, yeah, like yeah. Donaldson here. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying his performance as Newcastle United manager has been very, very, um, uh, he's very good and it didn't have that much to go on uh, mm-hmm. previously with um, with with his CV. Examples obviously he did a good yeah. job at Bournemouth. Very different. They could, they could have gone after a super coach, but yeah. Yeah. they didn't. Is what you're saying, so right? far, the trajectory has all all been upwards, isn't it? And this, yeah. I mean, it's obviously very very early days. This appears to be continuing in that trend. Yeah. The, the, the ruthlessness with which they 
put Villa aside is is, is impressive. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a, it'll be a concern for a lot of other clubs who are trying to get you know into the Champions League or thinking Europa League places. Newcastle United are here to stay with all that filthy money. Mm. Uh, right, let's move on to Chelsea and Liverpool. One each, first point for Poch at Chelsea. He said it is only the beginning, and he's right, Vish. There's still 37 games to play. He is. Do you think he was talking specifically about that? I'd love it if he was. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of games to go, aren't there? Yeah, well, he was, he was talking in the context of he felt Chelsea were the better side and that, that uh, you know, th- th- these things happen. There's a lot more to do. Other games like this, they'll, they'll, they'll put away. But it was an entertaining start. And a, a Spurs supporting friend of mine um, said it wasn't weird to see Poch in the dugout. He no. said, but because of Poch being there, he said it does feel weird that Chelsea seem a little likeable now. Well, I think... I would w- disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I wouldn't quite go that far. Yeah, well, I'm an Arsenal fan. Potch <laughs> yeah. at Chelsea. I didn't think Jim would get on board with any of that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, but I do agree with Jim, and I'm neutral on this. Yeah, but you are filled with hate, though. It's true. Yeah. F- mm. No, fueled. No, you're filled with it, and then it fuels you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like a turbocharger. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. do you get filled with your hatred? <laughs> Actually, don't answer that. Um, but, Vish, you were going to say something about Chelsea. Yeah, I suppose the reason it doesn't look weird for Potch is because, you know, you look at that team that Chelsea put out and you're like, where's everyone gone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, none of the established, none of the established races are still there beyond Thiago Silva, God bless him. Um, it feels like he's about as old as Roy Hodgson now. But... Every, the start of every season is an induction day for him, isn't it? It's like just explaining the role to look with all the new faces around yeah. him, just sort yeah. of being the adult in the room with his lanyard on. It's got to be knackering. Just, just follow me, just follow me. He's just got to learn new names every season, hasn't yeah. he? It's mm. like, just... still got like 30 or 33 players in the first team squad and obviously Pochettino likes to work with a small amount of players. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's still a challenge to be, um, to be kind of met there. But I thought they... Uh, I mean, they obviously had a lot more of the ball than Liverpool, oh, yeah. and they they did to me seem like the better team. But um, and also, just to make the final point, coming in is the way he has, and seeing Liverpool at home in the first day of the season, you're a bit like, oh god, we could have had an easier one than that. Yeah. Um, but they they gave a good account of themselves, I thought. Yeah. Well, they did. Yeah. I worry about James and Chilwell at the end of the season. I know exactly what they you mean. are going to yeah. be exhausted. Yeah. So there was a point yesterday where James, when James was taken off, which was understandable because. They were getting the most joy at the wing-back positions and you kind of need to rotate them. Otherwise, and Robertson you, didn't have a great you, game, did he? Yeah, you lose that joy. Um, and then you, you think he's club captain as well. So like, so you're basically just playing 70 minutes a game? Yeah. Which is a bit yeah. awkward. Or maybe even, every, well, not every other week, but maybe two and three games or three and four games. Yeah, kind of yeah. But we they, know they were, Poch loves to rag the full-backs. Yeah, yeah exactly. those wide players, are. The, I mean... If you go back to when he managed Spurs, those wire players were yeah. the most probably most important players. Well, mm. But Chilwell seemed to be involved in everything. He is he outstanding. Was. I think actually, I was going to say people underrate him. I certainly underrate. I underrate how fast he is. Yeah, that's fair. Because he look he just looks too much like a normal bloke. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like he doesn't have like you know like I don't know really aerodynamic hair or like, <laughs> you know really muscly legs. He has lovely rapid. hair. He has lovely. He does hair. a ra- lovely. He hair, seems yeah. like a, he's he's lovely office hair. The, okay. He's got the profile of a common or garden kind of battling midfield player. Yeah, yeah, yes, like a James yeah. Milner type. Yeah, to a point. But he's not. But he's had an easier life than James Milner. James Milner, you know, you can you can count the rings on his face, can't yes. you? Born at the bottom of a hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lived at the bottom of a hill. James though, Milner could be his dad. <laughs> He might be. He's been around uh, for a long, long time. It'd be an irresponsible. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into that. And Ben Chilwell said of the Chelsea goal, we did set pieces yesterday, as you do before a game day. Which yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> little insight there. So I went up to Axel uh, de Sassi and told him we would score tomorrow. We manifested it. Yeah, nice. Wow. This was a game where there was like... It's a big like, language. Manifested it. It was great. Great to see. Ooh. 
Um, there were it was a game of uh, almost like really fine margins on like disallowed goals as well. Yeah, it was. Like, I mean Salah's assist for the first for the Liverpool goal was incredible. Mm. Um, Vich the, ruined it for me. Oh, did he? Why? Because you said in the chat you were like, oh, it's the assist of the assist of um, the season. Um, it's going to be the best one, and I was like, "Why did it ruin that? Why did that?" Well, I thought this is going to be, and it's I gone saw too far. it. Yeah, you, yeah, you have. Yeah, and I thought, you know, it was very good. But I, sorry, the, the first touch, the, the first way t- the way yeah. he takes it in, and the way everyone thinks, right, he's just going to head down, bomb towards goal, yeah. and then plays. I didn't think that. I've got the vision. He played yeah. <laughs> the way I could see the way Salah came, was pissed off when he came off. I think speaks to Marcus there. Exactly. I think he was like, if Vish calls out the assist of the season, I'm fucking fuming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, Who I, told him then? I saw the Martinelli one as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, exactly. uh, that, I mean, that was rubbish. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Right, I was saving. Sorry. We're talking about Arsenal's we'll second half. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Look, anyway, yeah. it was a brilliant assist. It was a brilliant assist. We can all agree. Yeah. yeah. The finish as well, though, was was just. I love that he just dangled his leg out. Yeah. Pushed his body towards it, almost like a sort of karate kick along the floor. You don't yeah. see finishes Liverpool like that very often. Yeah, so much. Last he, he's a yeah. great player. He's really dynamic. He, yeah. he looked like he used himself as a snooky kid. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it was great. But I, I was really impressed with Chelsea yesterday, actually, because at that point when when you know. Salah's goal is disallowed. You think they might get this could be a difficult afternoon while they're still gelling and sort of recalibrating everything. But they stood up to that really, really well, and they they became the better team by the end of the game. I think Conor Gallagher started off having a little bit of a tricky first half. Mm. He grew into the game, was so tenacious by the end of it. Nico Jackson kept going, like didn't quite come off for him, but it was always a threat. Was always making himself available, making himself busy. Raheem Sterling sort of looked like his old self a bit more as well. Fernandez was really really good as well. And this is what this is Pochettino at the helm. Yeah, it just you look at the talent in that Chelsea side, and you think, yeah, like again last season it was it was all over the place, and and we thought to ourselves, well, not even Frank Lampard can get a tune out. Of no, this exactly. Lot. Whereas <laughs> you know you're in big trouble. Whereas Pochettino, a proven manager, has managed to do, or he's managing to do it. We should say because it is, as he says, uh, just the beginning. Mm, um, yeah. But very very interesting uh, game, of course. Now uh, there was a there was um, interesting uh, chat last week about uh, Moses Caicedo going to, to Liverpool. Uh, that we had a, an offer accepted, but then it was reported late last night that Chelsea have now broken the British transfer fee after agreeing uh, to a 115 million pound deal with Brighton, which is four million pounds more than Liverpool's offer. Um, and, it, and and I'm glad for for Casado because when it, when Liverpool agree to sign him and Brighton go, yeah, it's all done, and it's a well trodden path, Brighton to Liverpool, um, or certainly the south coast of England. And I thought to myself, oh, Casado, like that is a huge move. He's going to be Alexis McKellar. He's just like, no, nah, I don't fancy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty outrageous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Liverpool will surely give him some treatment well, at Anfield when, well, he, when he goes there later on in the season. To be absolutely fair, what he said was, mm. I gave my word to Chelsea that I'd go there. Yeah, but, yeah. but Chelsea is kind of like, right, lads, you now really need to bid for me. <laughs> yeah, need to... <laughs> I'm Peter Odden Wingy. I'm in the car park and I need you to back me up. Imagine if Big Todd went, ah, oh, we don't fancy you yeah. anymore. It's yeah. a disaster. Yeah, I mean, because Todd Burley is absolutely... He can't then go to Liverpool. Yeah, that's true. Todd Burley is exactly that kind of person who... Um, if uh, if you don't want if you don't want him, he wants you. Mm. So and, and, and also, Roberto Di Zerbi said we've already forgotten about Casado. Yeah. So he had nowhere to go. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be have, no, he'd have no destination. Can you imagine that? A, a player who's been been valued at over hundred million pounds, like well, Liverpool now don't want him, Chelsea yeah. don't want him. You've burnt every bridge. Yeah. yeah. I think when you get to that point and you're valued over hundred million, you'll be all right. No, you got to be a freelance footballer. 
Yeah. You've got to pick up the work where you can. Imagine yeah. all the invoicing. Gunslinger. Have a sit next to Kylian Mbappe and just watch a bit of football. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. that's what I would recommend. Did you uh, did you feel at times yesterday uh, that game was got so chaotic that it was almost like they were pitching to Casado to be like, look, come and help us out. Yeah, maybe. Look yeah. how much of a mess we are. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it just sort of missed a bit of um, uh, feistiness between the two managers because it, it, was, it was slightly reminiscent of when Spurs played Chelsea. It was too respectful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had a big hug at the end. Although I quite like Pochettino's um, Diego Simeone vibe with the with the all black. Although it, it's the it's a quite Spursy navy, isn't it? It's the it's same a, same sort of suit. Ooh, you would I know you mean. Want a Spurs. I just think Argentinian manager because of Simeone. Maybe it, it's a massive missed opportunity here, given that the case of their situation. Because they could have, if they had any absolute nuts about them at all, <laughs> at all they could have said, "All right." Whoever wins this game mm. gets the play. Oh, that would have been good. It would have been great. And if it's yeah. a draw, he has to stay at Brighton. There we go. All right, let's have a quick break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. But also in Burma, you know, prone to making defenders do the stanky leg. I don't know if you know what that is, but you know what it is. It's putting your leg out and not being able to get the ball, basically. Okay. Do the stanky leg. There he is, <laughs> Mr. Sturridge. Do you all know what that is, by the way? Yeah. No. I do now. Okay, so it is a, it's a dance move from a song that right. came out about seven or eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. 
maybe even longer than that. Fuck. Yeah. Um, it's, it's worth watching because when you see it, it's exactly as he described. <laughs> nice. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I, I actually really now, I was happy to see him. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's an example of someone Jimmy's happy to well, see. Well, this is the Daniel Sturridge Derby, of course. It Indeed. Is, which is what they got him in, presumably. Presumably. But um, he's here to stay. I like the idea that he came in. He's like, I'm not going to do anything that's like a traditional pundit's role. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm mm. going to wear whatever I want. And it's going to be a charisma bomb. Yeah. Um, rather than just some people. I mean, Roy Keane's stick is good. I like that. Um, but some other people's stick isn't that good. And I think he was a bit of a breath mm. of fresh air, actually. But yeah, he, I, he dovetails with Roy Keane's stick very well, doesn't he? Because he, he's stated his aim this season is essentially to try and make Roy Keane laugh with vibes as much as he can. And, and, this, and this is my point, Jim, is that I was about to say, is that I think you're right. It was quite refreshing to have Daniel Sturridge on there. I think it might quickly become a bit annoying. <laughs> it could wear thin. Yeah. What, for you or for Roy? Uh, both of but, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Vish? I mean, I really like him. Like he was doing he's been doing these video like preview videos for a long time. And I think that is probably something that will crop up because a lot of the references that he leans on are like you know, his personal interests, which are, can be quite specific in the music he likes. and I don't mind that. Though. Nice singing voice. Uh, uh, nice no, singing voice. Yeah, yeah. He's got a very good singing voice. But yeah. it could great... Some people like Roy Keane. Some people who watch football and you know complain about it. Some people who listen to this show and complain about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you see yeah, what I'm getting uh-huh. at here? Um, True. There's, there was a, there's a trajectory of Michael Richards where now he basically just goes Roy like Pat Butcher in about 1998. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then laughs a lot. Right. That's like his thing. Yeah. And I think Daniel Sturridge could properly get under Roy Keane's skin in a way that would be really interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. think that's why he's there. Yeah. But, but the I think fact it he's kind of stated that though. Yeah. yeah. No, Literally. but that's, that's, that's it's confident nice. though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, well, let's go with it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it for the moment. Yeah, I'm all about, it should be entertaining watching TV. Exactly. And so, exactly. That's, so I'm fine with it. Well, there we yeah. are. Yeah. All right, we're Team Sturridge. Yeah. For now. For now. Of course, thanks to Patreon member Chris for choosing today's clip out of uh, the break. You could select the clip out of the ad break next week. All you have to do is head to patreon.com forward slash football ramble and become a friend of the ramble Patreon subscriber for just $5 a month. You'll also get ad-free shows, weekly bonus content and loads of other amazing benefits. Do it now, damn you. The link's also in the show notes. Yeah, you get um, access to the Discord as well, which I'm on, uh, chatting away with people about it. It's a great, it's a great chat. Yeah, you're giving uh, betting tips? Um, well, on that note... Absolute shocking weekend. Oh, Luke. Sure, Mar- I know. Oh, I don't Luke know how Mar- my start of the season can get any worse. You I try was... and do your bit for charity. I know. Yeah, you guys, well, you two did do your bit for charity. Look, I, I think that people don't like to see it because obviously you ended last season celebrating the fact that your tip for Mitrovic not getting to 12 goals that went happened, to shit but, as well. but you, you went too early. Yeah. yeah. You went too early. That went to shit. And then with Harry Kane. I again, even arranged a ban for him. You did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you went too early with Harry Kane. You thought that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now this. Yeah. Talk us through it, Luke. Reputation's in the absolute gutter. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, for those of you who haven't drawn the uh, joined the dots, it's now time for the uh, the Rambalaka with Betfair. Um, let's see how we got on in the Rambalaka <laughs> with Betfair, it says here. <laughs> Every week we're placing the £10 hack on our four match or 90 markets across the Premier League each weekend uh, where any winning bets are paid out at 90 minutes. So you don't need to worry about any stoppage time drama ruining your bet. That's the whole shtick around it. Um, and I... Purposely, if you haven't heard Friday's show, I purposely picked the last game of the weekend, the latest game I could pick, <laughs> thinking, oh, it'll be fine by then because it'll be done. Um, turns out... Pete when, pick- when you say it'll be done, someone else would have messed up. Pete picked Arsenal to win at home. Yep. Oh, well done, Pete. Fucking hell. That's a one to seven shot. 
He won though. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, he got it. Fair enough. Right. He won. Right. Yeah. So you haven't got him when he picked outrageous <laughs> bets. True. Game number two, Vish, you picked Newcastle. An, an emphatic win by them on the open day. I think we can all agree. Game number three, and you know, although he's being quite mean to me today, I'm actually gonna play the turn the other cheek, play the bigger person and say Marcus picked the toughest one yeah. of the weekend, I think, mm. away from home for them to beat Everton. They did, of mm-hmm, course. Mm-hmm. And then we came to game number four. Yeah. I picked Chelsea. Yeah. Um, the result was a draw. So we didn't win that one. So close to winning our first I know. collection. And and I felt the pressure. I did really start to feel as soon as that as soon as that Newcastle I think it was a Newcastle game was the most recent one before it. Yep. As soon as that won, I was like, fucking hell. Because I wasn't that con- <laughs> I wasn't that convinced doesn't want to, to win it. No, this I is do. loser talk. No, I I wasn't the thing was, I I picked Chelsea to beat Liverpool because I thought I think they might start the season really well. And I'm not that convinced by Liverpool this season. But what I should have done is because it's the opening weekend of the season, it's really difficult to predict. I should have just gone for something easy. And I didn't. And I've let myself down. I've let Prostate Cancer UK down. I've let um, the listeners down mm-hmm, as well, mm-hmm. probably. Your family. So, so yeah, well, they don't, they don't care as much. You should see uh, what they've been they, tweeting Well, they're used, to, they're used to it. Let's be absolutely clear about that. <laughs> let Liverpool um, down. So as it... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not bothered about that. So, <laughs> so as it says here, we didn't win. Uh, but, but there were, I mean, this is interesting news, actually. There were two stoppage time goals in the Premier League this weekend. Yeah. Don't forget, on Friday, we said for every stoppage time goal there is, Betfair are going to donate £10 into the charity pot. Um, so that's £20 already secured for Prostate Cancer UK because Evan Ferguson scored for Brighton in injury time and so did Harvey Barnes yeah. for Newcastle. So that's £20 in the pot already. So it's not all is not lost. Yeah. We've still made a contribution because remember with Betfair this season when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets you will get your winning bet paid out in full at 90 minutes regardless of what happens. So um, that's that. We go again on Friday. Come on. It's a, I mean, objectively speaking three out of four to start with is not that bad. It's a great start. So yeah. we'll, it's a platform to build on. Um, and we'll see how we get on next weekend. Damn right, damn right. I'm sorry, um, everyone. That's all right. Apology <laughs> accepted. Look, we're all team more. Thank you. Okay. You, you don't sound like you are. Yeah, that's what's confusing no, 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 to but, me. But you have to learn, you see. Yeah, and, okay. And yeah. You only bit of tough love. Tough love. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. I'm only I'm only doing it because I love you. Tell them uh, tell them what you said to me earlier about John Stones. I said, remember your pick about John Stones the last season or the season, but it was a while ago now. I can't remember when it was. And you got that one right, and that yeah. was a bit of a, a strange pick, and people doubted you then. And look what you showed them. Well, they're doubting you now. I did a good thing once about 18 months ago, though Marcus can't really remember. <laughs> it's the motivational stuff I need. <laughs> Last season, people doubted Arsenal. They, they said they can't finish in the top two. Well, they bloody well did. They did. That's what they did, Jim. Yeah. And they're on for it again. They beat Nottingham Forest 2-1. A great start to the season. Yeah, eventually. Shame they didn't keep the clean sheet. Great advert um, for the Premier League as but well. But they got over <laughs> the strange start to proceedings at the Emirates because kickoff was delayed by 30 minutes oh. uh, due to an e Ticketing issue, which had been foreseen by every single person yeah, <laughs> that Roy, was looking um, forward to going to the stadium that that uh, that day. Producer Roy said um, uh, the, the couple of days before, he said, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I want to go and stuff, but I'm not sure if we're going to sort the tickets out, if not that." And he was talking about it because it's been known yeah. by Arsenal fans yes. for a while well, before. The, the ticketing system is changing to the point where essentially you have to have the app on your phone, and the um, the a season ticket is is assigned to your app. And if you want to transfer it to someone else, you do that through a different system, etc., etc., etc. A lot of people hadn't um, figured that out. It's kind of a bit of a confusing system online. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 explanation of it isn't very very clear. I'm not sure that was the actual issue though. 
apparently the the turnstiles uh, like froze essentially. Mm, right. So the new system and the, and the and the turnstiles weren't talking to each other. But you got it, in all right. I got well, in all right because I got there very very early. Yeah. Um, Everyone with a European and... Union passport managed to get there. <laughs> 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 quickly, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh. That's um, good. It's yeah. good. Um, if I mention Brexit, yeah, it gets pissed off. <laughs> never mentioned the B word. But there were, the, it looked quite scary at times, the sort of the, the huge mm. crowds outside. People yeah, getting very, very anxious, very stressed not out. Good. And um, it was sorted out within, within that half an hour by the time it mm-hmm. kicked off, everyone seemed to be in. And I was a little bit worried the atmosphere was going to be bad because of it. But actually, it was pretty good. I've seen people saying, oh, it wasn't as good as the last season. I think there might be some sort of roast tinted spectacles on that. Cause I mean, last Season was, pretty good to me. Last season was a bit of an anomaly at the Emirates, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Yeah. I mean, but it depends whether they're going to. That's fully turned around, and they're going to carry yeah. that on, or whether they're going to. But when expectation creeps in, that's when the absolutely that's when, it, when it gets when it gets different. Doesn't I, I, it? But... I, I just think also. I mean, I know this is probably a club specific issue, um, but it's. I mean, and I know also I know there was a game on Friday night, of course, but it's the first Saturday of the Premier League season, the first day. Everyone, the first game of the Saturday, everyone's looking forward to it. To have that go out there and and have to delay the kickoff and everything like that. It's just a terrible advert for for Premier League football, actually. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, um, it wasn't great to see. I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll get it fixed by the next one because I imagine they'll get fined every time that happens. Um, yeah, right, exactly. But the, the game itself, I, I enjoyed a lot, obviously. Um, it was very strange to see the lineup at first. I think we're going to get a lot of variation from Arteta in terms of personnel and, and formation this, this season. It looked like... I'm still not really even sure how they lined up. It was either a back three or or, or a back four with Thomas Partey playing as the sort of inverted right back yeah. in the role that Zinchenko normally plays on the left. Um, people saying, oh, it didn't work at all. I mean, we sort of went into a comfortable 2-0 lead. I think you can argue that shows it kind of did work. Yeah, so um, I, I wouldn't agree with that. What I would say was, you, I would say that they dominated the game, dominated um, the ball massively, they had a massive amount of possession and they just kind of seemed to lose their focus a little yeah. bit towards the end and it came a, became a little bit more shaky than it needed to be, right? I wonder if part of that is the the amount of new players being bedded in. Obviously, you've got three new players coming into the first team, certain players playing in new positions. Um, obviously, Timber had to come off, which is gutting. That looks like it's going to be quite a serious injury. So hopefully, we're still waiting on that. Hopefully, it's it's not too bad, but I think that might be a significant amount of time on the sidelines. But yeah, there was a definite dip in the second half. Um, I thought Forrest played this quite well, actually. They knew Arsenal were going to come out at them. They went. They lost two goals quite quickly, but they dug in there, um, got a late goal, and that's and obviously then pushed for, for, for you know to get the second, which they didn't quite get. And it was like, well, in that first half, you thought Arsenal would win this three, four, yeah. five. Yeah. And of course they didn't. And uh, you know, concerning uh, for Forest, you know, considering their their preseason, they didn't look great. Although sometimes a preseason one can read into it and blah 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 yeah. blah. blah. Um, but they finished the game quite strongly, and I think that'll give them a little cheer. But I, I love that Forest goal. What a breakaway! Yeah, yeah. brilliant, really, really, really quick. Like, on so the quick. pace, it was um, Awani Anthony Alanga, wasn't it? Who made the Alanga run. made yeah, the run, the ball, yeah. And uh, Awani who, who who finished it, but he started the move in his own box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was tremendous. It's always pleasing. Really it's always pleasing. Oh my goodness, the athleticism. It surprises not starting Gorgeous. for Forrest because they were a different team with him the, the, having that focal point yeah. you could tell it's like oh we've but got, we've got was, a problem to deal with here but maybe that was Cooper's plan yeah I think so because I, th- I think he's not the most diligent you know without the ball I mm. suppose um, but even the even the little cut to the near post you know not a lot yeah. of strikers do that I, I yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah. that very much um, Bukayo Saka's goal though <laughs> we, we, I think we spoke about it last year um, and we talked about how Every now and again, he gets in that position, and there's a bit of Aryan Robin about him. Oh, that's yeah, his, that's his becoming it's his special move. move. Yeah, England yeah. versus Ukraine. I was yeah. there for that, and it was it was delightful. Kai Havertz was... couldn't believe it. Yeah, you see how pleased he was. Kai yeah. Havertz. He was like, 
mouth open. But we saw him against um, North Macedonia as well before the season finished. Well. We, we, Stop we... talking about England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for Arsenal as well. Yeah, I've never <laughs> that. This is the important thing. <laughs> but um, but, it, but it, it, was, it was quite. It's quite cool seeing, and, and you see it more with someone at that age when like every season seems to bring like a new level of progression. Indeed, yeah. and a new level of um, pace he hits the ball and precision. Yeah. yeah. Because again, like Saka up until... He's, it's like he's too nice to hit the ball that hard. Yeah, yeah exactly. You yeah. know what? I don't think that's ever been true though. I think people no, think of course, that of, course of him. It hasn't. No, no, sure. <laughs> but it's just like quite an angelic Oh, I see place, what you it? mean. It's like yeah. I, I can't get my head around the fact that Anthony Joshua, such a lovely seeming man, punches people in the face <laughs> yeah. for a living. It's, it's a similar thing, isn't it? That's yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Well, yes. Um, I, look... That Martinelli assist, oh, by the way. Absolutely you, you called rubbish beautiful. earlier on. I just think he... It's, it's nice to be his skill, but I think he... Didn't um, mean it. He intends to get on the other end of it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, definitely. I don't think he does. I think he yeah, does. Yeah, he does. That's 2v2 two two in the studio. The mm. listeners have the final say. Well... That's how it goes. I mean, it? that's that's just how I saw it. I it just is a good piece of skill. He knows Eddie and Ketty is near did him. that, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he meant it. He, yeah. oh, he'd been no, because it requires using your other foot. True, it? yeah. He uses, he uses both but feet Surely he can that. use that as a sort of club to, like, <laughs> to, to, to like, bounce things off We of. do want to sign him, but there's one problem. What's that? His other foot's a club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how good is his good foot? Yeah, but footballers, <laughs> really good. footballers have a bit of the golf course, don't they? They so do. It'll be absolutely fine. They do. Yeah. Um, can I just add that I, yeah. I think playing uh, in the absence of Jesus I think playing in Ketier in his place and playing Havertz deeper is the right call I mean mm. we said it on the show a few times it just means Havertz can affect the game more All right. I think he, I think he's in, he's better in a deeper position okay. um, yeah, which, it, which worked well I thought it was interesting seeing, seeing him make his debut I think he's going to take a little bit of time to get up to speed he's very sort of one pace which is an interesting thing about him um, but um, you know, once he beds in, it, it, it's too early to judge him, basically. It's too early to judge it. Um, elsewhere in London, there were problems um, with kickoff times as well. Brentford, of course, drew 2-2 with Spurs, and that was delayed as well because there was no water at the GTEC Community Stadium. Oh, Thames fucking water. Who would have thought it? <laughs> what is that? I mean, I, I, I was stunned to hear this. Well, was, there just, was it gushing out of a big pipe? Thames water lose, was it something like 100 and something million litres of water a day? Yeah. This is it's a failing organisation. Yeah, so it's the not shareholders a, do all right. Out there, exactly, right? <laughs> it's not a let's huge think, surprise. No, let's, let's just put it in yeah. perspective yeah, here. Let's on. think about the bigger picture. It, what, what I find quite interesting is that you know that basically the UK is falling to pieces. Yep. right around yeah. our heads. Mm. Yeah, it's still right. great though. The let's ground underneath us is leaking. Yeah. It, might, it might. It might take. <laughs> no, it's turning into a big bog, Jim. <laughs> well, I just think it might take the nation to see that through a Premier League lens. <laughs> done about it. If every single weekend, yeah. so it goes wrong with the country via a Premier League lens. Indeed, we might finally get some control over the situation because it's one chance. thing that we all care about. Yeah, but, but that's that's actually a great point when you think about the number of times that um, whenever there's a local derby on, um, the only the, the only thing that they rival teams bond seem to bond over are local food banks. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, oh, Man City's local food bank is here, or mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. uh, the Liverpool local food bank is here, and both sets of fans get together. But you're absolutely right. Like this was actually another another version of that. Yeah. Sorry, can I just re- 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 recap on that? It's actually Thames Water alone yeah. actually lose 630 million yeah. litres of water a day. Right. What? So it, it comes out at around, um, it's a number per year, so big on the little calculator thing on my computer that I, don't, I, I genuinely can't read it. I think it might be 2 trillion litres of um, water. Unconfirmed reports that a spokesperson for Thames Water says, well, could be worse. Yeah, could you think about having a LucasAid instead? <laughs> Or do you need all that water? So I hope that this happens yeah. all the time so that mm-hmm. people start to really get to grips with the idea that the whole of the UK's coastline is full of sewage yep. and that the amount of water being lost is 
actually quite literally a number that is too big for the human mind to conceive of. Yeah. And Todd Bowley has put a bid in. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, who's the man who's on the uh, the River Crusade? Fergal uh, Sharky. Fergal Sharky, yeah. Fergal Sharky. From the undertones, yeah. Channeling the spirit of Fergal Sharky. This is what I, I like really it. care about. I care much more about this than I do about football. Although that first half was good. It was great. It was, great. It was, it was worth the wait, wasn't it? It was. The highlight water would have ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the water got to them in the second half. Yeah. yeah. They were tired, they were thirsty, Could and, I... they, and they, they run out of steam. Maybe the first half was a mirage. <laughs> possibly, Jim, possibly. Maybe one of my highlights of the weekend is obviously Spurs played some quite interesting football. They played some good stuff. It was like a much um, higher, um, a much higher kind of tempo type football that, yeah. which fans will be interested in. In that context, I did see a Spurs fan on Twitter refer to Antonio Conte as the Parmesan Pulis. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Much enjoyable. better than the Parmesan Pulis, apparently. <laughs> I'd say so. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah certainly uh, the, the, one of the few Spurs players who um, looked reinvigorated uh, now that old Parmesan Pulis is not there. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Eves Basuma looked like a yeah. different man. Yeah. Did, was there not a little bit, just in the in a game where there was a lot of movement in midfield yeah. and Brentford, you know, come at you in waves yep. um, and he seemed to have, he was almost like anchored in the middle. Yeah. Like they couldn't get him off the ball. Yeah. He was driving forward with it. Was there a little bit, a hint, a whiff of Musa Dembele? Oh, nice. Now you're, now you're talking. talking. Takes which the ball one, down. Which one? There's about eighteen. <laughs> the one who played for Spurs. <laughs> yeah. in the, the, middle, the yeah. main one. The one who played for Fulham. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then, actually, there was more than one who played for. Uh, yeah, the one who played for Spurs. Yeah. But, um, Spurs but are very good, much. Very they're very much playing like a team who's just recently deposed a tyrant. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Right. And replaced with such a charming operator yeah. yeah and this is you know this is what they've been crying out for for a long time isn't it it's, a, it's a, essentially positive football is yeah. what is what works there yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know that's a, a big part of the identity of the club and they've had a, a series of, of managers who have um, just ignored that and tried to um, play around deficiencies rather than play to strengths. But they've, it, they've hired psychodramas as managers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the last <laughs> few goes, right? So, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, Big Ange, I mean, first of all, a genuinely likeable Australian. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I mean, that, you're, <laughs> saying, you're saying that as if there's not many. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> He's a, he's a, I mean, Jim, you, as an Arsenal fan, you must be yeah, no, begrudgingly I, I, say. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I have to begrudgingly say. He's a very, very likeable. Very, <laughs> he is. He, he is. Yeah. But it's not Marco just... Robbie's Australian. Very likable as well. There's but... a few of them. There are a few out there. If you love to look. Ramping it up before Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fish has probably got to go back to Australia at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, left some stuff over there for the during the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> But, but Jim, Jim, I mean, as an Arsenal fan, you must look at him and go... Because he says all the right things. Like, mm. he talks about how... Um, he talks about the yeah, that there was a concussion um, issue with the game. That's and he right. said all the right things about that, responsible things. Because mm-hmm. you find a lot of particularly old-fashioned managers mm-hmm. uh, who still ply their trade in, in the game saying, oh, you know, well, you know, he wanted to continue, so it's up to the player. Well, Romero was gutted not to continue, and, but and, that's... But he, he had to have the, the point, He had to have the decision taken out of his hands. Yeah. That's right. That's the right but thing we've, to do. we've seen plenty of clubs ignore the, that reality and just yeah. sort yeah. of carry on when the player said they wanted to. He, yeah, he's been... Uh, he's, he's saying all the right things. Uh, they've made some good signings. Obviously, the, the departure of Kane is massive. I think, um, even though Richarlison is obviously not to the same quality of Kane, him playing out wide was a waste of him last season. We'll mm-hmm. see better from him this season. 
season. Postacoglu Especially with did, Madison in there. Absolutely. He was just going to be putting chances on a plate for him. Yep. Um, he also said that the way his philosophy is, is that he, he isn't the sort of manager that will shut up shop at 1-0, even with five minutes to go. And mm. I hope there is more to come from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really like his story as so well. So I will say you get fifth. Uh, yeah, I really, I really like um, uh, Postacoglu's story. But I'm sure we've all heard of it in bits and pieces. Yeah. And I hope it doesn't become that thing where we're still talking about it in like six months time or something. Yeah. No, I, I think he's got too much about him for that. He he looks like he belongs there, doesn't he? No, he, does, I, I, he doesn't. I'm not talking like... about him. I'm talking about our media. The narrative. Um, but I did quite like when he talked about um, he had to pull out of his fantasy football league group, which he was gutted about. But he did then say, "I don't need to play anymore because I'm a Premier League manager." There you go. It's not a fancy anymore. Like, <laughs> come on, come on, big boy. I, I, I'd also like to add that Destiny Adogi at left back was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And he's the kind of player that will make Spurs fans finally stop wondering about Ryan Sessegnon's potential. <laughs> because that's just like a train that's never coming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> stand on the platform waiting for the Sessegnon train. What did you think of Madison's debut? I thought he was good. Looks the part, doesn't I he? he? He flourished in that role. He's Number what, 10. Yeah, what I liked about it is I liked his performance. I liked obviously two assists, which you obviously can't argue with. The, the free kick for the first goal Beauty. was, I mean, it's, indef- it's undefendable, that mm. kind of free kick. And that's what Richarlison should be looking yeah, at because he's actually he's decent in the air. Absolutely. And I also liked his comments, Madison's after the game, where he was asked about a number 10 shirt and he literally just said, look, I want the responsibility. I want yep. to play at a big yeah. club. Yep. I want to do this. And so um, I think that's, that bodes really well for, for, for Spurs for this season. Um, I do think, although I think Postacoglu's handled the Kane thing brilliantly from start to finish, and now he, he, he's, what he's done by handling it that way is he's put himself and his team in a position where they can just forget about it now mm-hmm. because he's not, he's not kind yep. of like pleading for Kane to stay even yeah. though some of the stuff coming at the club I think has been a little bit small time like publishing stuff on the Twitter about how grateful they are for Kane and all the yeah, rest yeah, of it yeah. they should be moving on as quickly as possible but I think Postacoglu will enable them to do that I do think possibly Richarlison playing that nine role that he plays for Brazil I just, I just wonder how many goals he's going to get this season. Yeah, we will have to wait and see. I think, by the way, it was um, probably good for Spurs that Harry Kane didn't win the uh, German Super Cup because you could imagine... They got absolutely goal. smashed. They did, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I watched his, it. Yeah. Crazy that he made his debut. He came off the bench, of course. It, yeah. it's good. But I just wanted to mention Brentford, Vish, a team that mm. is close to your heart. Obviously, without Ivan Tony. But they've still got goals, and 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 Buemo and Vi, uh, and Visser were, were two players that were going to have to step up and cut the goals in the in the first game. A goal each, sorry, you can't really complain too much about. It. Yeah, but it's interesting because previously, when Tony has been unavailable through injury or suspension or whatever, um, they have both stepped up. Mm. They clearly really enjoy playing with each other. In Buemo is just outstanding really yeah. you'd think that and he, he took a Tony like penalty yeah, yeah I love did. that yeah. so much pen. And if you, but if you think about the way that he operates out wide the way he operates in the middle the way he drives with the ball at full pace you know we talk about some players who seem faster with the ball than without it yeah. Yeah. he's about top speed on both isn't he yeah there's, there's a number of players at Brentford which I can't work out that you think, why is a bigger club not coming for them and that's no disrespect to Brentford I know what you mean but yeah. I wonder yeah. if it is just the system if it is just the way they play yeah do you see what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 also, someone, also, um, Rico Henry is another person. I yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a brilliant game on the mm. weekend. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a, it sorry. looks like a right good time at Brentford. Yeah, it does, they're very settled, yeah. aren't they? Yes, they're very settled. It's much like Bournemouth from a few years ago when the, when they were un, under Eddie Howe. They're pitched at that perfect point where, partially because of the system. Um, bigger teams don't come in for their players. They're like you know those fish that hang out behind sharks. Yep. Yeah. So the, the shark doesn't know they're doing it. Yep. Yeah. No other predators coming near them because they're behind a big shark. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly where but Brentford they're, they're are. Never at the gonna be, they're never going to eat the shark. No, absolutely not. But why just... are more, what are more fish doing? But they're not going to get that's eaten. That's a great idea. They call, they, call, um, they call remoras. I have no they're idea. They're called remoras. 
Maybe. Right, okay. That's, um, yeah, that's a great idea. Stop talking about Brexit. Can I? <laughs> Vish, you seem like you've just hit on something that you will do if you ever wake up as a fish, which yeah. seems like it might be a very real future for I, you I in think, your mind right now. British, Can we explore that? Fish is yeah. getting the train down to, to the coast. He's going to have a go at this. I might start swimming behind Shark, <laughs> but I can't swim. I need to learn how to swim. But then I, I thought Joe was going to be really unkind and say that's what you do with our journalists. Oh. I, would, I wouldn't say that. I would say I think that's yeah. what you do. By the way, yeah, just to clear that out, Vish, Luke definitely hasn't said no, that. No, you no, haven't no. said that. Can, can I rest this back to Brian? in Buomo just very quickly great beard yeah lovely beard what I would say about him is that I don't think I, I think he's possibly one of the most underrated players in the league oh, yeah. for, for the following reasons I think he played in every game last season mm-hmm. in some capacity right so I think, he, I think he started 36 out of 38 and came on the other two goals and assists nine goals eight assists mm. not many people talk no. about him and as you say not many not been linked to many other clubs I, I do think maybe that Spurs may go back in for Tony in January perhaps yeah so they tried I, I to get him before yeah. um, he fits what they try it depends what Postacogli wants of course but as we've mentioned on the show a number of times in the past he's the player who's most like Kane Yeah, mm. and so he might fit in if they still want a Kane type player there but maybe they don't maybe, maybe they, they don't, maybe I, they don't. I, I, I wonder if the Mbwemo thing was um, the season that Brentford came up he had the record for most shots off the post <laughs> and there was almost like a bit of a always oh, a, a bit of a quite a hard clownish. to do, quite hard to do. Yeah, a bit of a clownish figure. And then yeah. he was like, "Okay, well, I'm just going to shoot inside the post now." And yeah. <laughs> no. so do you think he played too much uh, Roberto Baggio magical kicks? You can never play too much of that. Yeah, yeah. You can never play too much of it, can you? You've embarrassed yourself saying that. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm just asking the question. Yeah. Um, let's finish uh, the show talking about Luton Town. They were beaten four-one by Brighton, of course. Um, it, first time back in the top flight, of course, since the early '90s. Rob Edwards lost his voice. He was shouting away so much he could barely speak in the post-match interview afterwards. Um, but it was ultimately a loss, but they got their first goal, Jim. They did. They got their first goal. Penalty as it was, though. It was a penalty. And there was some quite unbelievably bad defending in the, yeah. against, against Brighton was occasion. It, was it? I was a bit, you're right, Luke. I was gutted for Mpanzu. Yeah. Such a great story around Of course, Pelle it was Rode him who made the mistake. Yeah, I mean, of course, for those who have forgotten or, or don't know, completed his journey to become the first player to play in the top five Divisions of English football with the same club. First what a game, journey! For, okay. I did, that is remarkable. Yeah. Um, and then the first game. I mean, look, they were two one down. I, I don't think there was any no, danger. He, of, he of thought Luton. I'll make the error so people know where I've come from. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. 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 good point. Nice. No, they know quite how low down the level I've played. <laughs> and and um, unbelievable. And then, and then from now on, he'll kick on. Yeah. By he'll the fifth on. game, he'll be an absolute world beater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's doing it on a cycle. So, yeah. so next week he's going to do League Two. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Rob Edwards, if, you, if, if you're listening, put him on the bench. <laughs> That's how you bypass this. Uh, yeah, well, before the weekend, it was a massive grass portrait of Mpanzu painted by Luton Airport um, in a spot visible from the flight path. Yeah, saying, um, pundits, prepare to eat your hats. Luton Town FC has landed. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody eating their hats on the weekend? Probably were thinking about taking off again. About <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a tough look, ask for them to it, go to Brighton on the yeah, opening yeah. day. You know, Brighton are such a really good team. And, and it, Brighton are this team that seemed to be like totally impervious to losing players yeah, I mean like Caicedo doesn't play because of all their stuff going around yeah. they, they lose players all the time and for some reason they seem just to be able to just crack on yeah, that I, is absolutely spot on because at another time when your star midfielder is you know the focus of you know two big teams duking out for him the onus then becomes on you like how do you replace this guy like, oh, we've done that don't worry yeah, it, right, well, I'm forgetting Alexis McAllister as well yeah, well yeah of course yeah. also they've got Simon Adingra comes in um, been on loan in, in Belgium as, as is part of their you know their plan Comes in, scores straight away. It's like, oh, there's another one. They just they keep unearthing them. Yeah, I just wonder though, with the two massive players that they've lost, like opening game against Luton for Brighton, 
you expect Brighton to win that, and they did. Of course, yeah. they they scored, yeah. uh, you know, a, a couple of late goals to to make sure. But I don't know. As the season goes on, I don't worry about Brighton at all. But I just wonder if, if they don't replace them, or someone really doesn't properly step up. That is too yeah. huge with Europe as well. With Europe as well. So we, we shall I see. Th- I think you can just sum them up and their stint in the Premier League this this time around. Um, with just a signing of Pascal Gross, mm. like in twenty seventeen. Three million quid. Yeah, he's probably probably one of their best ever players. He's getting on for two hundred league games for them now. Yeah, he's still doing it. He was brilliant against Luton. Should have, he's unlucky not to score actually. I think he hit the woodwork in that game. Um, nice here it be called the woodwork. Every single because I can't remember if it's the post or the bar. Uh, I just have a big thing in my mind that he did. Um, and over the last few years or so, he has just been the classic under the radar brilliant Premier League operator. Mm-hmm. And for three million quid to get that many seasons out of him, that many appearances out of him. Um, I remember on the ramble we said at the time he's it's like a great kind of ruby in the dust and he's proven that he can be polished up and now he's sat on top of a lovely Brighton crown. Well, yeah, he? you can you can you can figure it all out with the gross net calculator. <laughs> he can also play like pretty much every position. Yeah, he certainly has. Yeah, yeah. he's not too proud. Yeah. Um, can I? Throw Ain't too proud to beg. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He doesn't need to beg. No, he Brighton. doesn't. No. Um, so this tweet popped up from April uh, from Scouted Football and it basically just sums up what Brighton are about. Um, so the, this uh, account, kind of scouted football as it sounds, he goes, ran some basic numbers that broadly replicate what uh, Moses Casado's data profile is. Up pops this Scottish under-21 international called Mark Leonard, who has played 3,200 minutes for second place in Northampton Town in League Two. So this is last season. Mm. Um, guess what? He's on loan from Brighton. <laughs> oh, really? That's wow. amazing. That tells you everything you need to know. Indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting to see um, Evan Ferguson score again. Yeah, I what mean, a he's, the, he's be, got a huge, is. huge future. Hope they can keep hold of him because it will get a bit tedious if they just lose every single player. I yeah. feel like a striker is one of the players they can keep hold of, though, because, right. you know, so much of what everyone else needs is governed by what they do, seemingly. Yeah. Um, That's what you mean. And all their, you know, all their midfielders, their wide men, like, you know, they kept hold of Matoma. That's true. But it's not been that long with Matoma, though, has it? No, yeah. I suppose. But, but it wasn't, still, it wasn't that long with Cucurella. It wasn't that long with, you know, a couple that's of right, other players. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Uh, Vish, your beloved Manchester United play tonight. Yes, they do. Wolverhampton Wanderers. How are you feeling about it, big boy? Anxious, nervous, worried? <laughs> well, I wasn't until you said that. Um, yeah, pretty calm. I mean, if you're going to start a season against anyone, let it be someone who's decided to sack their manager before they got going. Yeah. Um, Disrespectful to Gary O'Neill, a Pompey great. Is he? Who, by the way, won away from home in big fashion this weekend. There you go. Yeah. So you're you're very confident. Let's have a prediction. <laughs> is this going to be a regular thing? Oh, yes. I, um, well, I mean, it contractually Your is. prediction of Hunter Roger. That's your name. <laughs> well, that's my brother's name, prediction of Hunter Roger. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, everybody, we won't, uh, we won't make vicious. Listen, uh, I'll put it one for you. I think it'll be a home win. Nil-nil. <laughs> there you go. Nil-nil. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Luke and I will be back for the first Ramble Reacts of the new season after tonight's Monday Night Football between Manchester United and I'm excited Wolves. for it. I love I loved watching the game on a Monday night and then getting the chat to old Spell Dog afterwards. Oh, who wouldn't want that? It's great. Um, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. There we are, everybody. The Premier League season is truly underway. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Vitushan Andaraja. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you tomorrow. We are the world. We are the children, everybody. Welcome to the... Fo- what are you shaking your head A for? Michael Jackson reference it about wasn't children. It was Michael Jackson. Who was it then? There's loads of people. <laughs> <laughs> You're sticking with that, are you? Fucking hell.
What year is it? Answer as quickly as you can. <laughs> Don't think about it. What year is it? It's the highest year on record, right? Yeah. We are the world. We are the... <laughs> Shit, fucking shut up. You're not doing that. Do another one. Do anything yeah. else. Any other line I thought in the myself, English language. I thought to myself, I'm going to see if I can get that one through nah. today. Fuck it's sake. not Michael Jackson. It's loads of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are we ready? Do R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> right, are we ready? The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.